Welcome to 12 Minutes of Dauntless Commentary on Widely Unaccepted Truth from God's Word. Hang on to your Bible. I am Elsie Breeden, and this is Audaciously Unpopular. I don't know if you guys went Black Friday shopping this year, but my mother-in-law and I always love to go Black Friday shopping. That's like our event of the year, and we absolutely love it. Usually we stay out all night, Thursday night. This year, the stores didn't open until 5 a.m., so we just left in the middle of the night so that we could get to the mall when it opened, and we had a great time. However, there was something we noticed this year that we're not used to, and it was just slightly frustrating, to be honest with you. There were a lot of signs in, like, every store we went to that advertised extra savings. Um, Some of these were at the door when you walked in. Some of them... There were, they were handing you coupons when you walked in. Some of them had signs by the register that said extra 10% savings if you text this number. Well, none of those were true. <laughs> like, every single one of them didn't pan out. And we talked about it before the day was over, how it seemed like there was a lot of false advertising this year. Because none of those extra savings were actually eligible for anything. Like, it, none of them worked. And so even though we got good deals... I mean, come on, it was Black Friday, and we had tons of fun. Again, <laughs> it was Black Friday. Um, the false advertising was just, just slightly frustrating. And if you can't identify with that because you're not a Black Friday shopper, this is something about false advertising that you can identify to. I'm very sure of it. Because if you have ever seen any kind of food or beverage advertisement, then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> because... Whether it's a TV commercial or a billboard or a flyer in the mail with coupons on it, the visual representation of food or drink always looks so much better than it does in person. And it's curious, isn't it? I have heard, I'm not an authority on this, but I have heard that people who do TV commercials use plastic instead of actual food or especially ice because ice melts under the lights and in the filming, so they actually use plastic to make it look like ice. (laughs) So, again, false advertising, and I'm sure that's false advertising that you can relate to, because who hasn't seen a commercial or looked at a picture and said, oh, that looks so good, I've got to have one of those. And then you go to that restaurant and you order the exact same thing, and it's such a disappointment. Because it's not even close. Like, they didn't even put the sandwich together straight, y'all. Like, (laughs) it it happens, doesn't it? So, that is why we're talking about false advertising today. And the question is, what are we advertising? I'm going to go quickly to Matthew chapter 23. And we're going to hear Jesus expose some false advertising. Starting in verse 25, he says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. The scribes and the Pharisees were the religious leaders of the day. So in essence, Jesus is talking to us. He's talking to the church. He's talking to the people who label themselves Christians. And he says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside they are full of robbery and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and of the dish so that the outside of it may become clean also. I'm going to stop right there for a second. He is calling out false advertising like 
so savage right here because he's looking at people who have it all together. They have professed faith in Christ or faith in God at this point, and they, they show up at church. They know the scriptures. They follow the law. They've got everything together, and so they look clean on the outside. They've got all of the appearance of righteousness, but Jesus calls them out for being full of robbery and self-indulgence, being full of greed, caring more about themselves than they do anybody else, and he says you first need to clean the inside, because the, and he puts emphasis on what's on the inside. What is on the inside, the substance of the heart matters more than what you're advertising. And it matters more than what the advertising looks like. I'm going to continue to verse 27. He's, yeah, Jesus isn't done yet. He continues, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which on the outside appear beautiful, but inside they are full of dead man's bones and all uncleanness. So you, too, outwardly appear righteous to men, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. So he takes it a step further and he uses this analogy of on the outside, you appear beautiful. You've got everything cleaned up and sparkling. You might even have a little bling there as the final touch that you're so put together and you're so righteous and holy and you follow the law and you do everything just right. But on the inside, you're still full of the old man. You're still full of of uncleanness you're still full of unrighteousness and sin and he even says lawlessness so on the outside these religious leaders were keeping the law on the outside but on the inside they're rebellious on the inside they don't care about any of the laws so uh, applying that to us today what are we advertising because if we're not careful it's so easy to put our best self out there and to advertise that we are Christians and advertise the scripture and advertise that we're put together, that we've got this thing, that we're, that we're under control, that, that our old man has passed away, that this is the new me. It's so easy to put that out there and to have social media reflect the best parts of ourselves, to reflect who we want to be instead of who we are on the inside. Because a lot of times I believe we're still ashamed of the parts of the old man that we harbor. Because we're supposed to die daily. We're supposed to let that old man die. And then our nature is supposed to be different. But sometimes I'm afraid that we hang on to that old man. We hang on to that old nature. Because sometimes it might be more comfortable to lie than it is to tell the truth. Because we still have that old man residing on the inside of us. We're still full of all uncleanness. And so we advertise righteousness, we advertise holiness, and we look the part and we talk the part, but on the inside, we're really far away from who we are supposed to be as a child of God. You might find yourself in a conversation and be all smiling and happy and engage with them. And on the inside, you're thinking, I can't even stand this person. See what I mean about false advertising? It's easy, isn't it? It's easy to be in church and raise your hands and worship because that's what is expected and that's what everybody else is doing. But while we've got our hands raised and our eyes closed, we're thinking about that TV show we like. False advertising. Nowhere near him at that moment. Nowhere near worship in our hearts or in our minds or or even our emotions in that moment. So we're advertising that we worship him, but our hearts are far from him. 
Matthew 15, 8 says, Jesus is, is quoting Isaiah in this verse, and he says, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. It's so easy to advertise Jesus with our words, maybe with what we post on social media, with saying God bless you in public. It's easy to say things that promote Jesus and to make ourselves look like we're, like we're doing this thing right. But what matters even more than that is on the inside. And you might ask why. Why does it matter if the inside is not really up to what the outside is advertising? Well, there's several reasons. One reason is people are watching you. People who do not know Jesus are looking at you. And they may walk up to you one day expecting on the inside what you're advertising on the outside. They may come up to you and say, I need prayer. I want to know what it is to be a Christian. Can you tell me the gospel? How do I get saved? And they may come to you with these questions because on the outside, you look like you know the answers. And on, on social media, you act like you know the answers. But when they walk up to you, they find out that on the inside, you're just cranky. And you don't really have a, a reason for the hope that you advertise, let alone a hope that is in you. So that, that makes it important. We, we have a responsibility as children of God to make sure that on the inside, there is a substance and there is an answer and there is a hope for the people who are searching, for the people who have yet to know Christ. The other reason why it should matter to us if we are false advertising is that Jesus sees the inside. Just like he called out the, the scribes and Pharisees in Matthew 23, he can see the dirtiness on the inside. And even though we're honoring him with our lips or honoring him with our social media posts, he can look at the heart and the heart that he died for. The person on the inside that he paid the price for freedom, he can see how you're living on the inside. He can see where your thoughts are when you're promoting worship, but you're not actually worshiping. And that should matter. It should matter to us how we're advertising. And if our heart is backing it up, or if we're just falsely promoting something that we don't even have on the inside. It might be easy for us to talk about love and talk about forgiveness and talk about grace because it's something that we like to experience. But if we don't know it on the inside, if we have not embraced those parts of Christ inside of us, then it will be difficult, if not impossible, for us to give those things to others who need them. So my challenge to you is, are you falsely advertising? Or does your heart back up what you're saying? The reasons, again, because somebody is needing Jesus and they're looking for him in your life. Are they going to find him when they approach you? Are they going to find Christ likeness? Are they going to find the joy of the Lord? Are they going to find peace that passes all understanding? Are they going to find love without partiality? Are they going to find that when they approach you? It matters. And it matters to the one who died for you, who wants the inside of you to be clean, to be washed by the blood and to be made new. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. We don't have to falsely advertise. We can be new on the inside so that it looks like it on the outside. <music>